Welcome to the Beyond Sugar Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Dame, holistic nutrition coach and speaker. Together, we'll be diving into much more than just another conversation around sugar addiction and nutrition. But more importantly, I'll be guiding you through the inner work and spiritual healing that lies at the root of your unhealthy habits with food. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, everyone. It's me, and I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. After a few weeks off here on the show, and I'm so excited for another episode and to be diving back into, you know, bringing you these amazing weekly insights and weekly conversations around deeply healing our relationship with food through ultimately healing our relationship with ourselves. So before we dive into today's amazing topic, which I'm so, so excited to talk about somatics and somatic healing, and also even talking about like what is embodiment and what the body has to do with our food journey and how we can actually use this connection to our body to heal and to shake and rid ourselves of these addictive patterns that are showing up for most of the world. And before we get into that, because I have been away for a few weeks, I've been getting a lot of messages from people wondering what's going on. And I want to fill all of you in. This has been a really time for me to to rest. And as you all know, there was a lot going on in April. You know, if you've been following along with the podcast or with me, you know that in April, I hosted a three-day live event. I also opened registration for my Emotional Empowerment 8-week program, which officially is undergo with the the next group of women and it is going so amazing. I cannot be more excited by the women who jumped in and joined to do this deeper work at a at a big level. So all that being said, April was a lot and in an effort to practice what I preach here on the show, I have been really needing some major rest. And part of that has been really paring back the things that I have been needing to do in my business every every week, like recording this podcast. So that's why there's been a bit of a break. I've really been peeling back to attempt to support myself, right, in slowing down again, because April was a month where I definitely put a lot more energy out than I was giving myself back in. And that energy balance for me is a huge priority in my healing, in my nervous system regulation, in my happiness, my mental health, my physical health. These are all, as I said, things that, um, this rest component that is so difficult for most women. And I know a lot of you listening resonated with this in the workshops in April, you know, this busy, 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 go, go, go. And something that I continue to work on and I'm not perfect on is learning how to take that step back and learning how to prioritize myself over all the things that quote unquote need to get done, but can actually wait. So I've been doing that and it's been difficult still for me. You know, there's so many things that still need to get done and so many pieces that still need to fall into place. And to be honest with you, even though I have been uh, attempting to rest as much as possible, I have not been getting the rest that I am still craving. And this is tricky in the world of still having all the things to do, right? I've been doing my best and I'm so grateful for my team and the people that support me to, to decompress and to take days away from the computer and to relax. And at the same time, I still feel like I need more of that right now. So I noticed this 
you know, as much as I've taken days off since April, it hasn't been enough. And I'm noticing this in my body. And this is the conversation that we're going to have today. I'm noticing that even as I'm recording this interview or this, this episode right now, I'm noticing that I feel exhausted. I feel drained. I feel tired. I just feel blah. Um, and I know that that is my body telling me that I, I still need some more rest. And, you know, even though it's not convenient for me to do that, one of the things that I did uh, earlier this week, actually on Monday, was sit down with my calendar for May and June and block off committed days that I'm going to be resting and taking off. So I had to book these in and it was actually really tricky because I'm doing a lot of other things. There's, there's some exciting things that I actually want to share with you before we dive into today's episode that I'm working on. There's still a lot to be done. And obviously hosting this next round of this program, setting up calls, um, supporting my clients, showing up for all of you here on the podcast. Uh, there's a lot going on behind the scenes. And at the same time, I know that if I don't prioritize my downtime and time for me to rest and recover and recoup, there's no possible way that I can support you or support my clients or show up in the world in the way that I know I want to. So even though it's inconvenient, even though it isn't understood by a lot of some of the people in my life, even though it's bad timing, I am making it a priority to give myself the rest that my body needs so that I can operate at a healthy level and not be binging and numbing out with food, right? Oftentimes, this is one of the core causes of cravings is running on maxed out burnout mode 24 seven without properly resting. And I know there are a lot of you listening to this episode right now in this podcast that have been running in burnout mode for decades and, and your body doesn't even know how to rest. And this is a little bit of what we're going to be talking about today, but really the message and reminder and what I've been, you know, honoring here for myself is uh, really giving yourself what it needs and giving your body what it needs when it's telling you that it needs rest and making that a priority. I've had a lot of really great conversations with Ben over the last few weeks about he's also kind of running in burnout mode right now and seeing me prioritize my rest is inspiring him to do that as well. And it becomes so important, especially in relationship. You know, if both people are absolutely maxed out. I know for me, I turn into a cranky person and Ben doesn't want to be around me and I, my friends don't want to be around me and I can't show up in the best way possible for my clients. So this is my number one priority is looking after me. You know, it's that, that analogy of putting on your gas mask or, or your air mask first on an airplane, right? Before a kids or before your friends, right? We do have to look after ourselves and know that that's not selfish. Um, and, and that's an, a conversation for another episode, but that's what I've been doing. It's not convenient. There's still so much on my plate that needs to get done. And at, at the same time, I know that my number one priority is resting and giving my body what it needs so that I can, I can operate, you know, in the way that, and, and show up in the way that I want to. So I hope this gives you permission to do that as well. And maybe starting, starting slow with that. Right. And for me, it's, it's, it, you know, as much as I'm so craving a whole week off to just flow and do what I want and catch up with my garden and friends and do all these things, that's not 
how my schedule has worked out. So instead, I'm taking some three-day weekends, I'm taking some four-day weekends, I'm taking Wednesdays off from work going forward. You know, so I'm I'm booking in the things that I can, even though it might not be ideally what I would dream of, right? So I'm working with what I can and I invite you to do that as well. So it might just be an afternoon to yourself or a commitment to Sundays, you know, never having anything planned and just having a flow day, you know, whatever that looks like, you know, I really hope that you do that. So I want to share something really exciting with you. Um, I've shared this with everyone who is on my email list already, but I want to officially announce it here on the podcast that I am finally opening registration for my very first, the inaugural first ever Sugar Freedom Embodiment Retreat, which is taking place in person, in the flesh human to human <laughs> on a beautiful property outside of, it's actually on a one of the Gulf Islands outside of Vancouver, BC. Um, so if anyone wants to come and meet me in person, come and connect with other women, we are going to be spending five magical days together in this beautiful oceanfront home and really diving deep into actually a lot of what we're talking about today, somatic practices, emotional embodiment, and food healing. We're going to be doing some deep, deep work together in a, in a condensed way that let's be honest, we just cannot do on zoom. We cannot do on zoom as great as I love hosting my programs and I love our zoom calls and they're really powerful. And anyone who's ever done a program or, you know, attended zoom events, it's fantastic, but there is zero, zero comparison to in-person. And this retreat has actually been a huge dream and a goal of mine for the last three or four years. And it's finally happening. And it is terrifying. <laughs> it's terrifying and exciting. It is, it is ca calling me to really step into the next version of myself as well. And I could not be more excited. Um, I love hosting events. I love bringing women together and to be able to do this in person. Um, I just know in my heart and soul, this is going to be the first of many in-person retreats. So don't miss out on this. I will make sure that the link is below this episode to come and register. It is going to be a small, intimate group of only 10 women. And we are going to be getting in together doing this amazing work, having fun. We're going to be building in a lot of play, a lot of curiosity, and a lot of deep emotional healing and somatic healing. I have some amazing facilitators that are also going to come in and support. And um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of a lot of things that I'm, I'm not going to give all the surprises away, but definitely come and check it out. If you, you know, want to want to come up to Canada, want to come wherever you live from, uh, come and join me, meet me in person, and and really just be in this container together in person with other women doing this work. Um, there's no comparison. So you're officially invited. Come and check out all the details and apply if you want to come and join us. Okay, so let's dive into today. I know I've teased it a little bit. We're obviously talking about um, somatics. Now, a lot of people have no idea what this word means. So if that's you, don't panic. <laughs> that's exactly why I'm recording this episode. And before we get into this conversation about somatic healing, somatic therapy, I just want a big 
legal disclaimer here that I am not a registered therapist or counselor. And what I'm sharing in this episode is truly my own learning, my own experience, as well as the the formal education that I have had this past year in somatic embodiment. And this has now allowed me now to call myself a somatic embodiment coach and bring somatic embodiment work more into my practice as a coach. And it's been so incredible. Uh, Anyone listening here who is a client of mine, you have seen me start to do this more on our coaching calls, our group calls, our one-on-one calls, really bringing in this, this deeper level of healing in a somatic way. And I'm going to talk about what that is. If you still don't know, that's okay. So uh, I just really want to disclaimer that this has been a path that I am feeling more and more called to continue learning more and more about as I uncover these deeper uncoverings of the root causes that are really keeping most women stuck, right? Stuck on the sugar, stuck on the coping mechanisms, escaping emotions, trauma, I'm really understanding the role that somatic healing, somatic therapy, coaching, whatever you want to call it, um, can have a profound effect on actually creating lasting healing. And at the same time as I'm sharing in this episode, my personal experience, my personal learning that has come a lot through my work with my somatic therapist, as well as my work with plant medicines and in ceremony. Um, And of course, as I said, this somatic embodiment training that I participated in in January in person. And I do want to shout out to my beloved partner, Ben, who has been very seriously following this path um, in the realm of somatic therapy for the last year. And he's actually participated in some more formal education and training. And I have been graciously learning a lot from him. We've been having a really, a lot of really amazing conversations together and practicing with each other various techniques and various modalities. So we're in there learning this together and it, it feels really cool. I hope to bring him on the podcast again to share what he's learning a little bit uh, at a little deeper level if this is something that is um, is of interest to all of you. So lots of learning going on there and from different areas for me. And I want to share some of that with all of you. So right off the bat, starting, for those of you who don't know what somatic means, it actually, it's a relatively new word for me as well. And a relatively new term, especially in the world of say therapy and counseling and healing. But I guarantee you, this is going to become, and I hope that this eventually becomes the standard for mental health support and therapy and and counseling in the next decade. And ultimately, soma is a Greek word that means body. So in very simple terms, my way of describing somatic therapy, somatic healing, somatic coaching, just the word somatic is really a body-based approach to healing mental health, emotions, physical, spiritual aspects, trauma. It is really understanding that traditionally in psychology, traditional psychologists and therapists and counselors have really spent a lot of time in the mind, a lot of time like cognitive behavioral therapy, talk therapy, a lot really based on understanding the neural pathways in the brain and understanding how our belief systems uh, are are shaped and our thought patterns are shaped, Uh, very mind-based approaches and tools and uh, techniques used in 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 helping humans heal. And when we bring in somatics, it is the understanding that it's not just the mind 
that is where healing needs to take place. It's actually more importantly, the body and the connection between what's going on in the body and the nervous system and the mind. So it's both. We spent so much time over the last decades or centuries in psychology focusing on the head stuff. And this is the understanding and this new line, it's it's actually not new, but it's becoming newly resurrected, this, this soma, right? This somatic understanding that the body is actually holding, holding our patterns. It is holding our trauma. It is holding all of this, our, our DNA, right? Our genetics, it's holding these imprints of our life and even past lives and ancestral lineage in our body, in our nervous system, in our cells, in our spiritual, energetic, and emotional body. And we cannot just focus on one area of our whole human experience, right? So it's like just focusing on eating protein all day. We can't do that. We need to, or, or even just focusing on nutrition, right? When we have this we're, we're a whole human, right? And this is a big part of that. It's when we look at our overall understanding of what it means to be healthy, right? We know about food. We know to look at food. We know to look at um, hydration and movement. Um, we're more and more starting to understand the importance of sleep, right? And of stress and the nervous system and of all of the emotions, right? So we're, we're starting to understand that there's lots of areas as we look at a total human being, a holistic approach to healing, somatics are a vital part of that. Okay. And ultimately how this works is somatic therapy uh, or healing is about reconnecting to your body and understanding that the body has stored energy, emotions, traumas, imprints, through our lives that has shaped the way that we see ourselves, has shaped the way that we see the world, the shape, the way we react and how we actually feel safe in our body or not. And this is going to make sense in a minute, how this really ties in with our addictive patterns, right? And any addictive pattern. So how somatic, you know, therapies work is about helping you really reconnect to your body and not just feeling your body, your emotions, the sensations in your body, but also feeling and connecting with your intuition, your wisdom, the knowledge that your body stores, whether you want to call that a gut feeling, your intuition, your higher self, we all have it. We all have it. And I know I've talked a lot about this in various other ways, especially over the last couple of months here on the podcast is about this understanding the, the way through to healing our relationship with food is all about reconnecting with our body, learning how to feel again and learning how to trust ourselves, learning how to trust what your body is sharing with you and learning how to listen to it. Because we have actually spent our whole lives learning not to do that. So this is completely flipping everything we used to know on, on its head and approaching our healing from the inside out right? From the body out. So understanding that he, if we ever want to heal anything in our life, anything, whether you're suffering with depression or addictive behaviors or anything is understanding that we must involve the body and we must go, be willing to go into the body, into the nervous system, into the emotions 
and, and clear out and redefine and reshape what is at the root energetically before we can ever move forward with a new way of being, right? A new way of being where you're tapped into more joy every day, where you no longer need food to cope and escape and numb out, right? This, this starts from these energetic blueprints that we all carry. So in terms of application of what it actually looks like to do somatic work, uh, there are many ways, and you can obviously do your own research in this, but some of the ones that have worked most effectively for me and I feel like are definitely the, the biggest tools are things like breath work, uh, various visualizations and guided journeys, movement, sound, sensations, and uh, various other sort of exercises or techniques that we learn um, as you start learning about somatics. And ultimately, it's really any tool, any practice or movement or sound or experience that can help you drop out of your head and into your body. Because when we get to turn the mind off and really deeply connect to our body, our body can start speaking and it can start processing what needs to be processed from the body, especially in terms of emotions and energy that are stuck. We all have it. It's stuck. We are just toxic loads just balls of toxic loads of unprocessed emotions, unprocessed traumas, unprocessed energies, stagnation, toxins, you know, not even just physical, right? These are energetic toxins that are bogging us all down. So how does this actually apply to, you know, supporting us and how can somatic work and somatic healing help us redefine and heal our addictive patterns? right? Whether it's with food or something else, right? We all have this escape mechanism, this, this coping mechanism. Now I talked a lot more about nervous system uh, a few episodes ago. Uh, so check that out here on the podcast. That was uh, back in April of 2023. I did an episode talking more about the nervous system. So please go back and listen to that because a big part of this is exactly that, right? Understanding that, Thanks to uh, the work of a lot of great thought leaders out there, uh, you know that I'm a huge fan of Gabor Mate and the studying and work that he's done around addiction and the root of addiction. So if we start to understand, and I wholeheartedly believe and see this in the work that I do, that our addictions really lie in the trauma that is stored in our nervous system and our neural pathways in the brain. So body and mind, obviously very connected, right? So if our addictive patterns are stored in the body and the mind in this way, then the pattern is really coming out of this deep belief that it's not safe to be in our bodies. It's not safe to feel. So I want to talk here about safety because the nervous system is at play here. When we don't feel safe in our bodies, we don't trust our body's wisdom. We don't know how to connect with our body. We don't know how to feel because it's not safe to feel. This, this level of at our root, our core wound or core trauma being that it's not safe to be in our body, we will always, 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 always develop some sort of coping mechanism. And for most of you listening to this, that coping mechanism is to reach for food. It is to reach for sugar. It is to numb out, it is to escape. It is to get a quick dopamine hit because it is so not okay to be in the body. It's not okay to feel the pain. It's not okay, you know, these messages that are hardwired into you, probably from childhood. So these hardwires, right? And hopefully you can start to see that now, right? Are really driving 
this, these addictive mechanisms, these patterns, right? Because all it is, is escapism. It's, I, I am not safe in this body to, to feel my body, to connect with my body, um, to feel emotions, to feel pain. It's not safe. It's not a safe space to live in my body. So we, we live in a society that encourages us to live outside of our body, to not trust our body, to ask for everyone else's opinion, but not our own, to really outsource our health, uh, our well-being, everything as has been taught to be outsourced, you know, right from the moment that you're in school and you have to ask to go to the bathroom, right? You have to ask permission to do everything. In these moments, we really stop trusting ourselves and we start living outside of our body and when we have experiences in childhood where we're not met in our emotions or we're not given the love that we needed, right? All of these traumas in our childhood that we all experience because it's part of the human experience have shaped this disconnection from our body and this distrust and feelings of unsafe, like not being safe in our body. And I would argue, and Gabor Mate shares this a lot, right? That that is the root of addiction is it is not safe to be here in my body. I am ashamed of being in my body. There's a lot of shame components to it as well. So I'm going to f use whatever I can externally to avoid it. Whether it's being busy all the time, being addicted to uh, video games, food, alcohol, narcissism. <laughs> like There's a lot of patterns that come from this. So if we understand that, the the somatic healing that can happen here is if we start to tap into the body to really release these imprints, to actually release the energy, the emotions that are stored in the body, this toxic load that we're carrying that is keeping us just pushed down. It is keeping us trapped and locked, disconnected from ourselves. So if we can start tapping in and learn how to actually release these emotions, release the energy of these old traumas, for instance, and learn, again, relearn how to actually feel safe in our body, okay, and teach our nervous system how to rest. Because for most of us, as you'll hear in that nervous system episode, which I'm not going to go into now, but go listen to that. One of the biggest problems, especially for addicts, especially for, you know, those here listening to this because you have compulsive issues with food, your nervous system is probably never turned off and it is always on. It is a safety alarm that is always on. And this di nervous system dysregulation is a symptom of trauma, is a symptom of the your childhood experiences that has shaped the way that your system operates. So a big part of healing this and learning how to, what you might resonate with the words de-stress, right? We talk about stress, we're talking about the nervous system, right? So learning how to cope with life and de-stress is about teaching your nervous system how to rest. And we do have to teach it because we've spent our lifetimes and I'm still working on this myself in this dysregulated state. So learning how to feel safe. And when you feel safe at your core and in your body and in your emotions, your nervous system can finally take a break because that's what the nervous system is built for. Safety. I'm not safe, right? That is the message that it got at some point. And it has been operating in I'm not safe mode for probably your whole life. 
So when we can ground in and teach our bodies what safety feels like and that we are safe in our bodies and we can connect and trust our bodies, our nervous system can start to learn as well to rest. And when we don't live so frazzled, so fried, so exhausted, so disconnected from ourselves, we will notice that our addictive patterns will start to slip away. And we can begin going in with somatic techniques to actually repattern old pathways and rewire old belief systems. So this is at a nervous system level as well as obviously in the mind. We can actually go back in to, uh, to, to tra traumatic events or to uh, experiences or lack of needs that were met in childhood and actually go in to those experiences and rewire what should have happened, you know, giving you the love that you should have had, you know, giving you the, the um, empathy and the sense of importance that maybe you needed that you didn't get. So we can really go in and do some magical work. And it's, it's pretty incredible, especially in combination, in my opinion, in combination with medicine work, with psychedelic work, which uh, I've been speaking about more and more here on the podcast, which is really fun. Stay tuned for more on that because it's really a powerhouse way of accessing the subconscious mind and being able to go in and really rewire the way that you see the world and the way that you're able to show up with more confidence, with more self-love, with just more empathy, all these things. And ultimately through somatics, right, we can build a new capacity in our nervous system and also tools to handle tough situations, to handle tough emotions, to learn to flow better with life without feeling that need to escape or cope with food or any addictive substance. So it, it, it creates this, this inner knowing of I'm okay. Everything's going to be okay, right? This inner sense of peace and calm that I know so many of you want, right? I know this. Every single woman who comes and works with me, I mean, we've had a lot of conversations about this already in the emotional empowerment program that I'm hosting right now. Right? This drive, this desire, I just want to feel at peace. I want to feel calm. And how do we do that in a world that is crazy, <laughs> right? Our world is, there's a lot going on and there's a lot to trigger us and to fire us up and to stress about. But what if through healing these blueprints and healing at this deeper level, you could get to a place where no matter what's happening around you, you know, deeply know that you can handle it. And you have more patience and kindness and love for yourself in the process of difficult situations. Because difficult situations are always going to arise. There's always going to be stuff. That's just part of the human experience. And learning how to regulate when scary things happen and your nervous system and your mind and your body and your emotions are able to, through maybe a deep breath, <sighs> come back to neutral, come back to rest, come back to balance. This is, this is how we heal. This is how we live our best lives. And this is how, when we are that deeply connected and we have these tools, how when a difficult emotions come up, for example, we don't need to numb out with food anymore. We don't need to escape. We show up for ourselves in a different way because that pull is no longer there. I hope that makes sense. Um, there's a lot here. And what I want to do in this episode is really just give a crash course and, and open this discussion because it's something that is so near and dear to my heart and is a big area of work that 
you know, myself as well as Ben are, are really getting into and really learning a lot about and learning a lot from some incredible experts in this space and the potentials for healing are profound, profound. When we really blend the body with the mind in therapy, in healing, in coaching, in counseling, in psychology, everything changes by a hundred, right? It's like timesing a hundred, the work that we get to do and the releasing of what needs to be released from the body, right? Whether it's grief that you've been holding on to or anger, right? Learning how to really deeply tap into what needed to be felt that wasn't felt at some point in your life. And we all have these. We've all got thousands of experiences where we have not honored and actually processed the emotions that needed to be processed. So now the fun is going back in and doing that. <laughs> and, and yes, it can be difficult. And yes, it is tricky and uncomfortable. And your ego will want you to do everything except this, right? It, the, the healing path is one where you come up a, a lot against your ego. And I notice that in myself, especially if I'm going into a medicine journey or if I'm going into my therapy session, I always can notice my saboteur and my ego trying to make excuses to not show up. Oh, I should just cancel that call. I shouldn't do that. Right. And I'm aware. I know, I know that that's my ego trying to keep me from healing. And it's, it's a, it's a complicated relationship, but I just want you to be aware that that resistance is that part of you that is scared, right? That part of you that is leaping into the unknown. But I hope this gives you some encouragement to push through that because it is so worth it. On the other side is peace and freedom. And this, this, calm that you've been searching for your whole life. So this all sounds really great, Danny. How do I actually get started with this? So this is a really, really great question. And I have a couple suggestions here for you. Number one, look for the word somatic when you're looking to work with someone, whether it's a therapist or a coach, or you're doing a program, you know, ask the person who's leading, you know, do they have training? Do they have experience in somatics? right? And there are so many amazing somatic therapists out there, um, you know, and coaches and people like me who are, are beginning to do this training and beginning to learn more. Um, so start looking for that word now that you know what it is and make that a priority when you work with someone, maybe it's a breathwork facilitator or even a yoga teacher, right? There's a lot of somatic yoga teachers out there as well that understand the, the energetic emotional component in the body not just moving into different poses. So just look for the word somatic. That is really ultimately the best place to start. So wherever it is that you're looking for support on your sugar journey, look for that word and ask if you don't see it. You know, if, you, if you're chatting with a coach or you're chatting with a therapist, ask, do you have experience in somatics, in somatic healing? And what experience do you have, right? That's really, really important to ask those questions. And of course... Come and join us at my upcoming retreat. This is going to be the main focus of my retreat. The whole retreat is going to be based around reconnecting you with your body and processing a lot of deep somatic healing, a lot of deep emotions, a lot of old trauma patterns, patterns that are no longer serving you. We're going to be going into all of this and more. Um, and my teacher is actually going to come and be a part of that retreat, which I'm so excited for. Um, Damien and Sam are going to be coming and hosting a breathwork circle, which is one of the most potent and powerful somatic healing tools that I'm so excited for. So 
just one of many, many exciting things that I have in store for that retreat. So if you want to do this in person, I um, highly recommend doing somatic work in person. Um, it's definitely not impossible to do over Zoom or virtually. That's often how I work with my, my therapists and it's wonderful. But if you're new to this, um, it may be best to, to really tap in in person. It creates a different level of safety in the body and in the psyche. Um, to be be able to be hugged, to be able to be touched and held. Um, a lot of our missing pieces and <laughs> a lot of our trauma patterns are actually from lack of touch and lack of that that deep, 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 deep support and comfort and connection. And I'm so excited to be able to do this at the upcoming retreat. So um, as I mentioned earlier in this episode, if you want to know more, come and claim one of those limited spots and join me for the first time ever. First time ever in person um, here near Vancouver, BC at the end of July this year. Definitely come and check out all the details about that. Uh, I'll put the link, of course, below this episode and would love to hear from you. Send me a message if you want to want to chat more or just apply and we will connect. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode and for your patience in the last couple of weeks, taking a little bit of a break, but I'm so excited to be back back with more episodes. I have some incredible guests that I'm going to be introducing you to in the coming months. And I just cannot wait to continue this conversation. I'm, I'm absolutely loving hosting this podcast and I hope that you're loving it as well. If you are, friendly reminder and a, an ask from me would be to leave a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify. It really, really helps the podcast reach more people and helps me impact more of the world. And that is such a mission that I'm on. So if you haven't yet, that would be incredible if you could take a minute to share your input uh, about the show over in the reviews section. And I am so looking forward to seeing you on the next episode. Have an amazing week, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. If you're loving what we talked about today, please remember to subscribe, leave a review and share this episode with someone you love. And if you're ready to dive deeper into discovering your root causes and patterns that are keeping you hooked on sugar, be sure to check out our brand new free workshop series that will help you kick emotional eating for good. Find the link to download this free series and other amazing resources in the show notes below.